big warm welcome to you. This is the Aware Parenting Podcast with Lael Stone and Marion Rose, PhD. We have juicy conversations about things that matter in parenting and life. We're exploring all that Aware Parenting has to offer from many different angles, and we are so glad that you're here. Hello and a big warm welcome to you. This is Marion. And this is Lael. And today we have another wonderful uh, and slightly different podcast. Um, I'm blowing our own trumpet there a little bit, aren't I? But anyway, we've been having so many wonderful responses from so many of you. So thank you for all your support. Now, one of the things we have come across over the years is particularly parents of younger children saying, well, what happens if I do this aware parenting with my child? What happens if I listen to their feelings, if I don't punish them or reward them, if I don't shame them? What are they going to turn out like when they're teenagers? Are they going to be running amok? <laughs> what are they going to be like? And I also really remember this when my daughter was young. I didn't know anyone else who had um, teenagers who'd been raised in this way, and I really wanted to know what it was like. So today we have a very special guest here with us. We have Indy, who is one of Lael's daughters. Indy's 16, and she's going to come and share with us about some of her experiences having been brought up within this beautiful aware parenting framework with a gorgeous mother, Lael. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> this is pretty beautiful that we get to do all this together. And, uh, and I share that same feeling, Marion. Actually, I even remember my husband when, my, when we first came to aware parenting and we were listening to big feelings, he would look at me and he'd go, is this, is this going to work? And I'd be like... <laughs> I don't know, but something in me says, yes, this feels right. And, um, and then just we haven't looked back ever since, you know. So it is, it's so beautiful. Like, and I know that with you, Marion, too, because you have teenage kids as well. Seeing this develop over the years and what, and what incredible humans these kids have trans, transformed into yes. from being given the freedom to fully be who they are. I think that's one of the biggest things that, that I see. So we're going to ask Indy, my beautiful daughter, some questions <laughs> and, and she can share what it's like from her perspective about where she is in the world. So do you want to start first, Marion? Have you got a question for Indy? Well, I do just want to say I wish everyone could see you two right now just as I can because you have these visions of beauty and, and such a lovely resemblance. I know you like your dad as well, Indy, but just this, yeah, you, you look quite similar to the two of you, don't you? So much beauty. <laughs> So much beauty shining out of my screen right now. So <laughs> thank you both. <laughs> uh, okay, questions. Um, uh, Indy, I wonder if you, you could talk a little bit about realising, or maybe even realising and seeing the differences in perhaps some of your friends and the journeys they've had around being brought up in different ways and maybe how you notice, maybe even when you started to notice the, the differences and how it was for them compared to how it was for you? I know that's not a very clear question, but I wonder if you can start talking. I'm sure you'll go, I'm sure you'll go exactly where you need to go around that. <laughs> yeah, well, um, like just growing up has always been a lot of connection and love with mum and dad and with my siblings as well. And I've always had like friends come up and stuff and always just say like, oh, your parents are so cool. Like I wish they were my parents and stuff like that. And when I was younger, I never really thought about how our parents were different. I just thought about the fact that I wasn't getting in trouble or I wasn't getting punished or sent to my room and stuff like that. And just how deep of a connection I had with my family. Yeah. And it was actually quite recent, like just being a teenager, realizing that that can have such an impact on the child and 
seeing the way that my friends are at school or the decisions they have to make um, as their life turning into young adults now, Mm. that it's a lot influenced by parents. And luckily for me, like I have that freedom to be who I want to be and do what I want to do. And mum and dad will support me with that no matter what. Um, Do you want to talk about maybe because at the moment Indy's having to make lots of decisions mm. around year 11 and 12 VCE here in Victoria and, and the scope of what's available to her, what she wants to do and how you're seeing the contrast with a lot of friends who feel like they don't have yeah. choice. Do you want mm. to talk about that a bit more? Yeah, definitely. Like for me, I'm very not an academic person. I love hands-on, getting involved um, with things that I'm passionate about and like working with kids and doing more youth work and kind of, community services is something that I'd like to do. And luckily there's lots of opportunities like that for where we live. But um, in society, it really just tells us that you have to do VC and you have to go to university and that's the way that it should be. And if you want to do that, that's totally, that's totally cool. But for me, that's just not how I see myself and how I can blossom. But um, I see with a lot of my friends that that's the only option they have and that like choosing their classes and stuff, because that's what we've been doing at school at the moment like that their parents pretty much choose the classes for them. Like I've talked to some of my friends and be like, oh, are you doing maths next year? And they'll say like, I don't have a choice. And I'm just like, wow, like it's, they're not doing the subjects, are they? It's you. Which is yeah. quite crazy. Like yeah. seeing that they have such an impact when really like it's, if you want to be a scientist, if you want to be a makeup artist, whatever you want to be, like it should be your decision, not yes. parents' decision. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And what about, um, you know, being a teenager and trying all sorts of crazy stuff as, you know, you're meant to when you're a teen. Yeah. And, you know, being around some of your friends who probably push that far mm. and they've been caught or they've gotten trouble, mm. you know, what usually happens to them and then and how do your friends feel about that? Yeah, well, it's often the kids that don't have that connection with their parents that I've seen act out, especially some of my friends like um, rebel and do things and the more they do that the more they just get shut down and it makes them want to do that even more because they'll just get punished when really that's them trying to prove a point or speak out or get their parents attention and be like hey I just need some love and connection and I'm sitting from like an outsider's point of view seeing how my friends are acting with their parents and that the parents just completely shut down and like oh my child's just off the rails blah 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 when I'm just like want to go up and be like hey you just need to get, like talk to them and mm. see what's going on for them because they might have so much going on, and a lot of my friends don't see that. Um, but yeah, like it's just everyone as a teenager, like in this day and age, like ev- I just everyone needs just some love and there to talk to. And really, your parents should be there to with wisdom, and you can go talk to them, ask them anything you want to ask them, and just have that safe connection where you can just go to them for anything. Mm-hmm. yeah it's tricky isn't it we talk about it a lot because often your friends will get in trouble or they'll get grounded or things will happen and mm-hmm. we kind of talk about it a lot about what's going on for the parents and indy has said to me before can't you just go and talk to the parents i was like no <laughs> um, i cannot i'm not unless they want to come and talk to me but i'm not going to do that but it's hard to watch sometimes yeah. isn't it and i think it gives you that contrast of the different ways of being raised. So for you, you know, we obviously haven't raised you these punishments mm. or even rewards, you know. Um, what? How has that felt for you? Like as in if you do something or you've been really upset or really angry, um, how does that feel in the sense of being able to express that? Yeah, well, like whenever I know for a fact, like I know that whenever I'm upset or anything that, that 
I will always have you and dad come and talk to me about that. Like, it's never just a, are you okay? Yes. And then we'll leave it. Like it's always a follow through. Like, let's actually talk about what's going on. And I feel comfortable talking about that with you guys, even my siblings, because we've had that connection always. And that I know that I can go to you for anything and there's no judgment whatsoever. You will just listen and be there for me. Um, which is really, really relieving to know that like, it's kind of like another pair of friends that I can go talk mm. to, but they're a bit wiser. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's been really, really positive just my whole childhood, just knowing that if I'm upset or if I've hurt myself or whatever's happened, even if I've messed up somehow, that it's just part of growing and learning. And you've made that really clear that being a teenager is to make mistakes and figure out what you're doing in this world. And it's so good knowing that if I was to make a mistake that you guys will still just help me work through it and be there for me. And yeah, like I, even now, like if I've had a really bad day and I'm feeling a bit upset, I know that I can come and just rant to you about it and it'll just sit with me and listen. And that's so great. Like having that as an extra. Mm, and I, I have to say, Indy, I just, I'm so grateful that you trust me enough mm. to bring that to me because that's, and I know that's something that's there because we've worked on that for a long time, but I know that that's not safe for a lot of people. And mm. I really, I so value that you trust me enough to share in that way. And I think that's for me, you know, doing this work, I, I hear that that's what most parents want is that connection for their child to open up and come yes. and share yeah, and I think it's so wonderful, isn't it? I feel so touched hearing you speak, Indian. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so amazing. But I think really for parents knowing that often with younger children, they're, they're thinking these things, you know, I want my teen to come and speak to me when they're upset or if they've got some challenges, but not really realizing actually that if they're doing things like punishing or doing time out or, you know, those kinds of things, that's going to not lead to, to what they really want, you know, the kind of connection they want to have with the kids. Mm. And I, I found too, you know, one a, a really powerful thing that happened once was one time um, my son, so Indy's brother, he did lie about something. I might have shared this in another podcast. Yeah, I, and, um, I love and, that story. And, <laughs> so touching. And, and, and again, I realised that when he lied to me that that was on me because somehow I was making it unsafe for him to tell me yes. the truth. And I know that teenagers yeah. do need to keep their own, you know, there's some things yeah. you need close to your chest because I know oh. you do that you don't tell me everything and that <laughs> is totally okay yes there's, there's you know you're meant to have your own place in your world that's just for you and so but on the big things I think that's where I realized you know particularly if something's going wrong my job is to make it safe enough for you to come to me and, and that was a really important learning part for me I think one of the one of the greatest gifts in learn in raising teenagers was for me learning about owning my place in the relationship of where am I not making it safe for you to share? Is that my own stories or what am I projecting onto you that doesn't make it safe for you to share your stories? And I think that's something I've always tried to work on so that it is safe for you to come. Mm. And how do you feel about that? Yeah, like I know that I can approach you and dad for whatever, like in the world has happened. I know that you guys are safe to come and talk to because we've got that relationship and that bond Mm. that, you do you are approachable no matter what's going on and there's no judgment at all you just sit with me and like support me through whatever's happening Mm, it's so nice (laughs) (laughs) i can just see everyone going oh my god i'm going to go and buy all of aletha's books and i'm going to do this it's so inspiring really i love hearing you talk indian yeah just so amazing 
the two yeah. of you hearing you together mm. like this Thank really we even so we'll have to post a photo because we even look the same yeah we do <laughs> we're kind of the same and it's interesting like Indy what you're into I mean I'll get you to talk about what you're really into is really similar to stuff that I've always been interested mm. in and you know we are very similar in many ways and I think you uh, of all three kids for me darling has been um, the biggest mirror for me. So a lot of, particularly when you were younger and growing up, all my stories and stuff that I hadn't dealt with, Indy would play out really beautifully. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think of all of the kids, uh, for me, Indy has been just such a beautiful mirror for me. So she bought with her all the wonderful wounds that I hadn't dealt with, Indy would just manifest for me so beautifully by just being her. So when you were really little and um, when you came along and you were just, well, do you want to talk about how you felt about that? Oh, I Oh, I was so upset. I just, the spotlight was getting taken off of me and I was so, like, sad about it because I didn't know that it could be such a beautiful thing and I used to get so angry and... um yeah, I, I remember when I first met her at the hospital that my uncle, my favourite uncle was there and I ran up to him and I was crying and I was like, is Uncle Garth still going to love me? <laughs> um, but, yeah, like I just remember like when she first came that I was so sad and I just really didn't like her. Yeah. And then now as we've grown up, like she's my best friend and it's been so amazing like seeing that play out. Which is so great. And you, you had a lot of rage to work through in that first yeah, year or definitely. two of her life. Uh-huh. And and that for me was really confronting, you know, as a mum, what I had to yes. navigate what you were bringing up for me. And then, you know, I mean, I love the relationship you and Tali have. It's beautiful. Mm. It's just, it's, you, you listen to her feelings and she listens to <laughs> your feelings. And it's really beautiful, even though you're four years apart. Yeah. And I mean, I do remember, as, especially even as you went through primary school and then through puberty and in high school you know Indy was always the beautiful mirror for me for the parts that were never met in me when I was younger and I always just used to think I was so grateful for Indy for bringing those pieces to me (laughs) because she just made me become a better person by looking at my stuff you know by you just being you and so that's why I think I felt no matter whatever you've been going through I've just always seen it as oh here's another opportunity for some of my healing and also just to, to hold a space for you, for you to do and be wherever you need to be in the world. Because mm-hmm. that's, I guess, what I always wanted as well. Yeah. I also love hearing you say, India, about your feelings when Tali came along. Because, again, I think for parents it can be really hard, you know, because they want another child perhaps and to actually really acknowledge how painful it can be and how normal and natural that is to feel sad and confused and yeah. really rageful and jealous and all of those feelings so you sharing those is yeah, it's so touching to really hear that from you yeah, and I think that like even my older brother would have felt the same when I was born um it's just kind of something that might happen when you have another sibling come mm. along but because at that moment I was like however old I was I didn't think of her as being my sister later on how good it's gonna be I was just like angry of you course. guys I was like why did you bring her how could you do that <laughs> How could you bring a baby in? <laughs> you were my little I baby. I was going to be all like, you guys just want to back at me. It's my fault. What have you done? Yeah, but no, it's not like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just so normal and natural, isn't it? I always think, I always love Aletha talks about imagining if your partner, if you have a partner and your partner brought home another 
wife saying mm. we're talking to mothers and and not only that but he was like saying you're gonna love this new wife and you but then you he ends up cuddling her even more than you and getting a bit frust more frustrated and it's so normal and natural to have really big feelings isn't it and to mm. put ourselves in children's shoes so but it's so great hearing that from you Indy. thank you mm, so beautiful so beautiful so do you want to maybe Indy? you know like you are really passionate about you know um getting young people to connect and communicate like that's one of the things that you love do you want to talk about what really lights you up or what you want to do and and even some of your stuff with reach at the moment yeah well so i'm very much about speaking your mind and telling your truth and standing up for what you believe in like i love going to rallies in the city and whatever opportunity i can to share my words um and i think that's a partly because I'm your daughter and having your dad <laughs> support me and tell me that my voice is powerful. If I've got something to say, to just say it. And I like, I always encourage my friends and whoever I know about my age to say what they want to say and stand up and do what they want to do. Because I know that being a teenager at this time can be so crucial and especially social media has such a big part of it because there's so much judgment in a sense of you have to be like this or you have to look like that or you have to have this life and it's so unrealistic and that can be so hard especially as a young girl like all the and a young boy as well um having those stereotypes put on you that it can be so hard and when you don't have that support like i have had it can be so damaging and yeah i love to just try and support my friends through all that and let everyone know that who you are is amazing and just for, to speak about whatever I'm passionate about, like I'm really all for women's rights and everything like that and equality. Um, I always love to have a good debate with whoever I can about whatever. And, yeah, I did. I was so lucky enough to do some work experience at Re the REACH Foundation, which is a youth foundation about, yeah, just helping young people and supporting them and... And, and yeah. they're very much about reaches about getting young people to just feel good in who they mm. are, aren't they? Even with the challenges that they have in their world. And, mm. and you know, you, you, I remember when you went to that organization, you messaged me and we're like, these are my people. Like, <laughs> I love this because I think you said that you found it pretty hard sometimes at school and um, with your peer group of, not having the same, I guess, emotional connect, connection mm. or awareness, you know, it, and feeling that people didn't want to connect as deeply. Yeah, I just think, like, going through high school, it's been really hard trying to have those deeper connections with people because it's all just kind of been about gossip and drama and I'm not really into that thing. And um, having that deep connection with you and Dad and my family, that that's what I was craving and needing so I could talk to people and share my truth and talk about what I wanted to talk about it was hard because not everyone is as emotionally mature as I am as a 16 year old. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I see, hear you say that actually with, without being egotistical, but you are very emotionally mature and everybody mm. does say that I think because you have that understanding and awareness and that has, that's definitely been something that's been tricky to navigate, isn't it? Is to yeah. find a peer group that really connects on that level. And I'm, you know, how many times I've said to you, you'll find your mm -hmm. true heart friends, you'll find them, my love. And part of navigating what we don't want is to see what we do want. And, yes. you know, you've definitely found some of those true oh, yeah. spirits now, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, it's been some so friends. amazing. Like this past year is, although like it's been hard at high school and stuff, cause it's just not really my thing. Um, 
luckily I've got those amazing true soul friends to support me and help me day mm. by day. And luckily, and I can help and support them through what they're going through as well. Um, yeah, it's been, it's, I'm very lucky to have them at mm. the moment, which is good. And I think that's what the Reach Foundation supports as well. Mm. You know, the, the connection of youth and really speaking your truth and finding, you know, people that resonate. And, you know, I guess my love and yours, Marion, would be that, you know, more of the world discovers that we're parenting and raises children in this way. So there is a bigger community. Yes, to exactly. Exactly. Of, of kids who really get it. And, see it. Yeah. and I think that's the thing, you know, in raising kids this way, that is definitely one of the things I've seen as my children grow is that perhaps in the mainstream system, whether that, whether that's schooling or just can be sometimes in families and stuff like that, when you raise your child with aware parenting and with awareness and listening to feelings and those kind of things, when they go out into the world and it's not supported in that way, it feels very jarring for a child to be in that. Yes. Whereas for a lot of children who don't know any different about being shut down or repressing yep. their feelings, it's just normal and they just look like they're coping fine. Yes. Whereas, you know, that probably is one of the trickiest parts about having this deeper awareness and connection to feelings and yes. family that you know, that's sometimes is tricky being out in the world. Yeah. Yes. Do you know, another thing I wondered, Indy, whether you've noticed, um, you know, I'm really passionate about how we were parented. We, we kind of internalize that. So that becomes our internal dialogue. And I, you know, that, so I wondered if you've noticed with people at school, for example, that they may be kind of more harsh to themselves in the way they talk about themselves and more self-judgmental or kind of, you know, that kind of thing. Have you, have you noticed that a difference? Around yeah, that. with a few people at school, I've noticed that even if I'm just complimenting them, saying like, "Wow, you look really good today," they'll immediately shut down. And be like, no, no, I don't. Like, blah blah blah. And even like with grades and stuff, they'll get like a B or a B plus, and I'll be like, "Wow, that's amazing! Like, good job." And they'll be like, "Yeah, but it's not good enough." And it's really hard to see that because as much as yes. I just want to be like, "You are amazing!" Yes. Like, you're so yes. beautiful and like just an amazing being, but they just can't see that for themselves because obviously they haven't been told that or. Yeah haven't had that self-love which is really sad to see actually because yes as much as I want them to appreciate and realize how amazing they are it's just not what they know yes mm. yeah so I'm really hearing that both you know and that's one of my particular passions around aware parenting is that you know, we want our children to have that deep self-compassion and also you know I'm really hearing as well that the the kind of judgment of others that kind of uh the gossipy type of thing so you know that with this approach there's so much about that you've had this beautiful compassion from your mum and dad. So you're compassionate with yourself and with the people that you meet. That's so clear. So it's, it's such an important thing, isn't it? That if we want our children to be compassionate themselves and others, this is, this is the way to help them stay connected with that compassion. You know, one of the other things that I've witnessed in you, Indy, which is just awesome. I mean, there's so many awesome things about you, my darling. <laughs> but what is awesome is that you are willing to do the work. Like when things are hard, like, you know, they might feel big and hard and, you know, we, we talk about it and you might rage about it and we, we go through all of it. Yeah. But then you are always willing to go and do the work around it. You're always willing to look a bit deeper. You're willing to shift whatever may be sitting there. That's what I so love about you, your willingness to go, what is this about for me and how can I move it? Yeah, you know, yeah. that's what I've seen. And that comes quite, even though that's challenging, that's something that you will always default to, which is amazing. Yeah, well, even like with schoolwork and stuff, like I've struggled with that a bit in the past and I um, was doing some hypnotherapy, which was amazing. Like that really shifted my learning. And, yeah, I'm just 
you know, willing to give anything a go as long as that may help. Like, even if it doesn't, just trying something new to see if it might get to the bottom of what else is going on or just trying something new to give it a go and just see Mm. what else is out there for me to, Mm. you know. I do remember I loved it. It was one of my favourite messages when um, Indy was doing some hypnotherapy around some blocks with learning and then we'd finished her sessions and I messaged her and I said, oh, the therapist wants to know if you want to come back for another session. And Indy, it was my favourite text ever, she said, yes, there's still some limiting belief systems I have that I'd like to clear. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she texted me back and I was like, oh, my God, you're so my daughter. I was like, that's a 16-year-old there going, trying to clear these limiting Mm. belief systems. (laughs) Yay. So amazing. Mm, so good so good. I'm, I'm just wondering Indy if you want to say anything else you know that a lot of the people listening who are parents and perhaps parents of younger children is that and they may have doubts about about listening to their child crying or not using punishment and shaming and you know supporting them in doing what they love and they might be feeling a bit scared around it I just wondered if there's anything that you feel called to say to them around that yeah well I mean just like for being a teenager and even just growing up like being a kid in general that really what everyone craves is just that connection and that need to feel someone supporting them and being there for them and approachable. And like, that's what I think at least what a parent should be. Um, Just be a safe person to go and talk to and trust. And I know that's been so easy and my childhood has just been so beautiful because I've had that connection, not only my parents, but my siblings and my whole family that I trust them and no matter what, how hard, however hard it gets, I always have them to fall into and they can just give me a cuddle and sit with me whilst I go through what I need to go through. And really like that can, it can be such a hard time at being a teenager. I know that you guys will know as well because you've been through that as well, especially with like social media and everything that it's a big different impact now and how people just tend to just hold on to everything they've got going on when really like you just need to let it out and talk talk it out and I know when I have something going on I just feel so much better when I release that and talk about it with someone or friends or mom or whoever it is that really what a child what I crave as a person or what anyone would crave is just that connection with your parents and that safety knowing that they will love you no matter what and be there for you Whatever you need, mm. whatever you need. It's yeah. beautiful. Day. So beautiful. <laughs> oh my god, it's so inspiring. This is going to be. This I can see everyone's going to be listening. Going, oh my god, I want my child to be like that when they're a teenager. <laughs> so beautiful. I yeah, I really want to acknowledge both of you really for your just beauty and your willingness to be here and speak about this and to really inspire others and to be doing what you're doing in the world both of you so wonderful thank you thank i you. think indy and i are going to do work together aren't we darling? Yeah. Because oh my gosh i can so you know, see that <laughs> has such a great voice and yeah. she's got a lot to say to help youth and you know the work i do with parents and we have been talking about that about doing some stuff together mm-hmm. for oh my both goodness you know, yeah angles to yes. help more connection for families and that kind of stuff yeah we totally yes mm. we'll see what we can what magic we can create my love <laughs> yeah definitely and i think that also it can be really nerve-wracking speaking up as a teenager mm. and luckily for me i know that and i have that power in me that i know that my voice is needed because mm. not a lot of people have that power and that confidence to stand up and talk what they want to talk about. But I know that that it's a hard time and that we need more people to stand up. And I try and encourage my friends as, my friends as much as I can to just go like, 
you need to say what you want to say because yes. the more awareness brought around whatever it is that you are passionate about, like just you speaking up. And even if that makes the slightest difference, it's such a, such a big deal. Mm. Yes. It's inspiring, darling. It's inspiring. <laughs> can't wait to see what you do in the world. My it's love. So I can't wait to too. see. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. amazing. So yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for being here. Beautiful. Indy. I hope this you. has um, helped some parents, you know, just know that raising your kids with this, connection and awareness and listening and doing your own work really does make a difference in raising kids and and creating this next generation who you know the planet really needs i think yeah Yeah. i also want to say you know in case anyone's under the illusion that it's all perfect it's not (laughs) let's just call that there are still things that sometimes feel really crappy Mm -hmm. there's still stuff we are always working through there's sometimes fighting with your siblings Mm -hmm. like this isn't like this perfect utopian that we live in no there is still really hard yucky bits that we have to work through but i think the key part is that we are always willing to work through them aren't we yeah and having that it does get hard that having that you know safety and connection that i can work through it and i have you to support Mm. me through it yeah no matter what's happening because it's everyone's got their own stuff going and i think that's a big thing that you really don't know what's happening for a person because everyone has got their own little story and that it can be so hard for something so small can feel so big in that person's world. Yeah. And that just knowing that you've got that person to rely on is really good. Yeah. But Um, I even, you know, I love that you include that because that's the whole point, isn't it? That you can, that you are still so deeply connected and that you go, that that, that's part of the journey, isn't it? So that like you indeed clearly have the capacity to go and work through stuff because you've had that support at home to, to, you know, to know that you can go through challenges and be really still deeply connected and reconnect with each other each time. So. Mm-hmm. And so I would just say, you know, my wish for all my children and especially for you, Indy, is just, well, for all of them, is just to be whoever you need to be. Like I, I, I hope you feel this, that I have no expectations or pressure on who you are. Like yeah. you just go be you. Do you feel that? Yeah, definitely. Like I know that even if I was to go to do study something and I just didn't like it and I wanted to change career paths, you would so support me through no, no matter what it is and that I can be who I want to be and I have full support from not only you but dad as well. Like mm. I can just do whatever I need to do. Yes, and be whoever you need to be. Mm. We like whoever you, you are, in, you, every single part of you is enough. There's mm. nothing else you need to be except you. Mm. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> so I guess our invitation this week, Marianne, is really um, you know, maybe to just you know, tune into any of those fears or doubts that you have around what you think raising your kids in this way may bring up for you and yes. really even just tuning into them around where that place of trust sits within you, you know, because yes. I often say to parents you know, even though you might not have the evidence of how's this going to work, if you really tuned into yourself, does it feel like the right thing to do? And that's always the answer, you know, of yep. listening to yourself. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And my invitation would be also like, if you go back to imagining what, remembering what it was like to be a teenager, what, what kind of relationship did you, would you have loved to have had with your mm-hmm. parents and, and what do you imagine as the steps to, to, to make that a possibility with your own children or child? Yeah. Yes, totally, totally. Yes, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Mm. Yum. Well, thank you again both so much. It's so, so wonderful. I'm feeling so like, oh, I'm going to go and hang out with my kids now. Thank you. Thank so you. Beautiful. Really yeah. such amazing work you're both doing. Thank you. <laughs> um, and look for our beautiful podcast. If you love what you're listening to, please subscribe or share it with others. We love to um, get this message out to as many people. And as Marion said at the beginning, we just we keep getting messages from all over the world. It's so beautiful from people who are listening to our podcast and it's reaching them on some level. So, you know, please share it or subscribe or whatever you're meant to do. (laughs) (laughs) Make it even more amazing. Please do that. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Yeah, lots of love. Thanks for joining us on the Aware Parenting Journey. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Aware Parenting Podcast. You can find more about Lael at www.laelstone.com.au or find Marion at www.marionrose.net. We wish you much compassion and grace on your parenting journey.